0: Well, Cedric, please, regale us with your tale. As you heard, details of uh, Odral's time in Albion were scant in his uh, logbook. Indeed they were. Well, the story that I heard was told at the seminary by the venerable truth-sayer Cengiz the Younger. Now, if you recall, Chengus was the youngest member of a long line of truth-sayers who had intertwined their fates with that of the giant Bollogs. The story of Odral came from uh, Chinggis's great-grandfather, Hengus the Elder, who had accompanied Bullocks on one of his wanderings along the south coast. Chinggis told it like this. Gather ye, fellow truth and novitiates alike let me regal you with the tale of the outlander from the sea, devotee of Mathlan, though no elf, and indeed it did call him by another name. Come, gather, and hear of Odral of the sea. Twas my great-grandfather, Hengus the Elder, that met him as he journeyed with mighty bollocks along the southern coast, west of the ruins of Thife. what once was part of the kingdom of the infamous King MacDeth. Here, bollocks stood still upon the peak of one of the white cliffs and pointed out to sea. BOLLOCKS! Bullocks, BOLLOCKS! The giant cried out. Thrusting out one of his long fingers to a gap in the mist, my the great-grandfather Hengus followed the extended digit and saw the mist part as a strange ship of an unusual design slid into view. It was neither elf nor norskin. Hengus was intrigued meanwhile though Bollegs had begun to dig up one of the nearby boulders to hurl at the boat with his uncanny eye. But my great-grandfather wished to learn more, and so began to intone an enchantment of wicked slumber. By my voice will you sleep, though it be day in two dreams leap. Lids grow heavy, sit now rest. Limbs be loose, fall thy crest. Ba my voice, will you sleep? Though it be day, in two dreams leap. Lids grow heavy, sit, now rest. Limbs be loose, fall thy crest. Ba my voice, will you sleep? Though it be day, in two dreams leap. Lids grow heavy, sit, now rest. Limbs be loose fall thy crest. And so did Bologs set down on his great rock, lay his own head upon it, and sleep. With the giant at rest, Hengus made his way to the cliff face and to the beach nearest to where the mysterious vessel had appeared. By the time he had reached the shore, a long rowing boat had been launched from the ship and was about to make landfall. At its head was Odral of the Sea, holding a wooden rod with glass eyes at either end in one hand and a struggling lamb in the other. Oh, but uh, a lamb? But but, but but why a lamb, Master Alchemist? Och, why? Because it was a spring equinox, as they say here in Tilia. Isn't that what you, uh you know, empire types do during the uh, spring equinox? Ah, he means metafrual, Heinrich, or a uh, start growth, as my grandfather used to call it. Obviously, Heinrich, you know this, but for the neophyte's benefit, on the day of the equinox in the empire, it is the practice to sacrifice a firstborn lamb to the gods Tal and Rhea, or a Raya, if you prefer. Those in the cult of Manon too do the same for their uh, capricious deity in the hope that he will calm the seas and hold back the rivers from flooding the land. Fuck, to be true. And this was exactly what Odral of the Sea had in mind too. And uh, by the way, the wooden rod that he was carrying, of course, I now know was a telescope. Although at the time, I had no idea what it was. Anyhow, Back to a uh, story, eh? And so, my great-grandfather hailed the men of the sea as they beached the boat. But of course, they didn't understand Albionite, and merely looked at each other in confusion. Hengus tried various other greetings, in the language of the Bretonians, the Norskans, and the ancient tongue of the dwarves. But likewise, got no intelligible reply. Until... He spoke a few words in the elven tongue. With this, the lead figure gestured to himself and said, Odral, and then said, Mathan. which my great-grandfather took to mean Mathlan. The man was clearly some kind of priest of the elven sea deity. It was then that this Odral's men, dressed in bluish-greenish robes, ushered back my great-grandfather as their leader bent his knee towards the sea, held up the lamb, and then hurled it with all his might into the ocean. The poor beast was caught by a tall wave, forced under, and drowned. Hengus was appalled, and with a click of his fingers, ended the enchantment that he had placed upon Bologs. Within moments, the giant's cry came from the cliff top. BOLLAGS! Swiftly followed by a gigantic boulder. <laughs> Alas, sleepiness must have thrown the giant off his aim, and the rock only flattened half of Odral's men their squelching blood and guts, spraying both Hengus and Odral red. The men from the sea didn't dally. They scrambled onto their boat and pushed themselves off. My great-grandfather laid a curse upon the crew, Odral of the sea as they fled, so that he might never find the shores of Albion ever again. Ah, well, it must have worked, for he never, ever did.